Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and we are back. It's Thursday, talking baseball, football, and a little something extra. Max, what's going on, man? Lots of something extra. This is amazing. We're going to talk four sports today. When does that happen? It very rarely happens you can talk four sports. This is magical. Fucking magical, man. Well, let's see how magical it is. We got to get through it. <laughs> well, fair point. Fair point. Uh, you know, because because again, I, I'm I'm on the road, so you know, I might have my uh, my New Jersey tunnels to deal with. So, um, if I go quiet, then you know, I'm sure Panther can pick up the slack and talk for a while. Okay, Panther, what's going on? N- no. Oh. No. Oh. Panther, cr- just th- drop the call. You just dropped the call. Sorry, I got, uh, I got booted. All right. <laughs> oh my. Okay, so listen, listen. Um, we had, uh, there was actually a, a, a death in the family last night, so I've been getting a lot of phone no, calls. I'm sorry about that. This morning, and so it's been, been kind of hectic, but uh, I just keep giving them all the red button. But um, yeah, dude, as excited <laughs> as I was for college football, we're now into four sports season. Like this is the best time of the year. Now we get, I mean, I'm not as happy about hockey, but I'm learning it. You know, listen to Max make his picks, and, and, and I just kind of troll him about the Islanders thing from last year, so that's fun. But, yeah, we're going to do some uh, little bit of touch on some NBA today. We got college football tonight. We got NFL tonight. We got baseball tonight. Holy shit, it's the mad, most magical day of the year. Okay, let's get to it because we got a lot of ground to cover. First up, we're looking at baseball. Astros at Yankees, finally. The Astros opened up plus 118, and now they're plus 121. New York opened up minus 128, and now they're minus 131. Yeah, because of the rain, the Yankees avoid a bullpen game, but they also avoid a bullpen game from Houston. So now we have uh, Granky. Uh, now they have to face Granky Verlander in New York, and then Cole uh, to to start off in Houston. They're going to lose that travel day, so that you know. 
possibly puts Granky at three days rest in game seven. So <laughs> I think the Astros want to close this out. You know, uh, they got to win the two or three. They got to not, you know, avoid a game seven. Uh, Tanaka has been really solid. But if he's got one thing going against him, as solid as he's fucking been, he puts a lot of balls in play. And that is just so fucking risky because anything can happen when you get balls in play. He does not get a lot of strikes. He does not get a lot of strikeouts, you know, so that's a concern I have with him um, because luck runs out. And looking at Granke, you know, he's definitely had a rough playoffs. He was okay in game one. I think he's kind of undervalued here. I like the Astros as a plus number. Neither team is hitting, but the Yankees just lost Stanton, which doesn't help them at all. I'm going to bet the Astros here. Yeah, the the hitting thing has been the kind of the story, right? I the the loaded lineups, and it's been you know relatively low scoring games. Um, I I want the Astros. I, there's no secret. I think we all want the Astros to win the, the series, just because we, I, you know, I think I speak for me and Max. We hate the Yankees. <laughs> I just hate the Yankees. But uh, the fact that the Yankees are at home, they got that you know extra day to kind of get things right. And look. Their back's against the wall. They have to win this. They really have to win the next two. You're not going to Houston down 3-2. You, I, or, you know, for that matter, get out of this thing at all. They they lose the next two. It's all over. So, Yankees are really against the wall here. Granky's been pretty hittable. It's a damn near even game, really. Um, I'm going to take the Yankees. Interesting. I didn't think I really didn't think you would. I've been kind of hitting the plus lines in most of these games. I see no reason to stop. I'm going to jump on the Astros plus 120. And as Max said, I love their motivation factor here. Love it. They know they got to win. They know because they don't want they don't want this to go seven with a short day rest for Granky. Not at all. Public and money are both on the Yankees. So the line is it's not really moving in the right direction. It's not really moving much. It's gotten. Yeah I, yeah, I must have typed something in wrong because now I'm looking at this. It doesn't make any sense. Minus 131, minus 131. Yeah, it is getting a little bit better. Yeah, just three cents. Three cents worse for the Yankees, three cents better for the Astros. So there you go. Moving in the right direction. All right, next up, we've got NFL. Kansas City, and <laughs> they're the walking dead right now, opened up as a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Denver, and now it is an even three. Chiefs just dropped two in a row. Mahomes definitely not 100%. Denver, they found a bit of consistency of one, two in a row. Denver can run the ball. That's a weakness for KC. They play tough defense. I do think KC wins this one, but on the road in Denver, I don't know if they'll cover. I'm going to lean the Broncos here. This is something we've talked about going all the way back to last year. I don't think anybody really likes Denver. I mean, they're, they're not a playoff team. They're not an explosive team, but they're never, ever an easy out. They're in every game and especially at home. They're damn near. It's always, you know, a field goal at the end of the game, one way or the other. This season's not been any different, even with, you know, Joe Flacco at the helm. I don't like the Broncos as a team, but the chiefs are just in complete disarray. They're on a short week damn near entire team is injured uh Watkins is out Kendall Fuller is out uh, their offensive lines banged up Mahomes limping around 
I almost feel like this might be a game where the Chiefs say, fuck it, we'll take the L, because we all know Andy Reid is money when you give him extra time to prepare. Uh, so give him 10, day, 10 days for next week. I just – there's no way I can take the Chiefs here. I, um, they're just so hurt. I bet them all, so, hey, it's a bet. Give me the Broncos and those points. Man, yeah, I do not like this game at all either. I'm going to have to lean the Broncos. I almost wanted to do the Chiefs just to even out the uh, DJ score here. But <laughs> Man, yeah, I Don't like the Broncos. the integrity of the score. <laughs> yeah, I like the Broncos an awful lot in this one. Chiefs are beat up. Chiefs look bad. Uh, public and money are both on Kansas City. The line's getting better for them. It's getting worse for the Broncos. Nothing about this looks good. Nothing about this at all looks good. Uh, the total opened up at 50 and a half. It is now 48 and a half with everyone taking the under. Everyone's taking the over, I, mostly because you know, the Chiefs, quote unquote, high flying offense. How 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 does that fly in Denver? I mean, the, the, the plus side of this is that they do score more on the road than they do at home. So they do have that as an advantage. This beat up team against a Denver team that has fucking Joe goddamn Flacco at quarterback. I go under here. Uh, the line, we're looking at 26 to 23. I don't trust the Broncos' offense to score 23. They're averaging 17. Uh, Chiefs being all banged up. I'm probably, look, I'm probably looking at the under here, but I probably wouldn't bet it. Yeah, I like the, I like the under here as well. It just I, – I, <laughs> man, I, I don't have enough bad things to say about Kansas City right now. So, <laughs> under. Well, I mean, you know, at least as a, as a Rams fan, I can say we got Jalen Ramsey and his back is magically cured. Oh, so, wow, weird. Weird. You, know, you know, a trade just magically cures your back problems. I love it. You know, next time I have a back problem, just trade me to another podcast. All right, guys. All right. Sounds good. It's not that we haven't tried. We just nobody took anything. Well, there's no takers. I, I understand no. that. I mean, it's it's, it's very limited, uh, you know, amount of quality podcasts out there that, you know, you could you could fetch a first round pick for. <laughs> Right, Max. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, uh, Max, why don't you give us your hockey picks before we jump into the hockey big... picks? OK, yeah. listen, I went one and one last night. I was dead wrong about the Flyers game. Uh, the back to back was just absolutely brutal for them. Carter Hart, you know, that wasn't a savior. Uh, but I nailed the Carolina one. They would be exhausted. I bet against them. Uh, so that happened. Uh, so tonight. Lightning at Bruins. Bruins are playing solid hockey right now. They've been off since Monday. Lightning, they're actually off to a tad disappointing season, mostly because of how great they were last year. Uh, looking at the Bruins, man, uh, it, it, David Pasnarak is just playing amazingly. He, he's had six goals, four assists, ranks him sixth in total points. And then Brad Marchand on, on the Bruins is right behind him with nine total points. Both of Boston's goalies are in the top five for save percentage. I think Boston wins this one. They're at home. I will bet the Bruins over the Lightning here. And then the next one, hit a little close, close to home for Arch here, and then, you know, a running joke, a running gag that we have on our show. Islanders at Jets. Islanders have won two in a row. The Jets have dropped two straight and have not looked good in those losses. Uh, Winnipeg has... Two players actually tied for the lead in points uh, on their team. So um, as, a, as a team, they, they score a lot. They're, they're tied for seventh most in the league right now. However, the, the Islanders play solid defense. They're, it's starting to come together. 
Looks like all of the money's on the Jets, and I probably should bet them, but I do think the Islanders get it done today. They're just playing better hockey at this point in time. So I will bet the Islanders. And those are my two hockey picks to take with a grain of salt. Panther, you got anything? <clears throat> got any reaction? No. Uh, yeah, well, the Islanders, you know, the Islanders, I was looking at that. The, the Jets' problem, at least the last couple of games, looks like it might be a goalie problem. They're giving up a shit ton of goals. Uh, and then, hey, listen, I know I asked you about those Senators a few days ago. With, you, know, you know me, there is no chalk threshold. Do you lay 300 on Vegas against the Senators? Me personally, no. If you're betting with someone else's money like you do, sure. Yes, Vegas got this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's my only take on that. Oh, boy. All right. So I asked you guys for your NBA regular season win totals. We've been looking at these numbers. And here we go. It's time to make our official NBA regular season win predictions here. This is just, are they going to go over under the line that Vegas has? I can start, or if you guys want to start. I'll start. I, think, I, I have like six or seven of them that I, yeah, I, so I bet. Many. Yeah. Do you want me to go through them? Go for Let's do it. All right. First one I got is Suns over 28.5. Damn it. I think, I think they've made a lot of progression. I, I like this team to, to be over 28.5. Absolutely. You know, tough West and all, but I think they got that. Another one that I think is just too low. I know that they uh, uh, aren't, you know, I guess – I guess they made improvements, but I think the Nets over 43.5, to me, is, is kind of a no-brainer. Really, in the East, I think the Nets can get over 43.5 there. Um, one, in, uh, staying, you know, now I'm going to stay in the East for a bit, one that I do think will be an under, the Bullets, the Washington Bullets, a.k.a. Wizards, under 28.5. I think that's, they're going to be one of the league's worst teams, abysmal probably trying to lose no reason for them to even try to win keeping in the east as well uh sixers i think they get over the 54.5 adding al horford is going to push them over the top i think um ben simmons looks like a fucking beast in preseason i think they are they might actually take over that milwaukee bucks team to beat in the east uh now that they got rid of uh jimmy james butler as well Heading back to the West, uh, Blazers, I do think they're over 46.5. I think that's uh, – they, they were like a 55-win team last year. So, for, for me to say that they're going to drop off eight, nine wins, I, I just – I don't see that. Uh, next up, Pelicans. As much as the Pelicans have done and as exciting – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love watching the Pelicans. It's going to be a fun team to watch. Under 39.5, I do not think they get over that. Last one for me – and I fucking hate admitting this one. The Lakers over 51.5. Talk about load management. Talk about what you want. I think this team is is looking really fucking good. I watched the preseason game last night, and I know there was no Steph Curry, but goddamn. You got Jason Kidd whispering in LeBron's ear of what to fucking do, and it's, it's, it, it's like talking to Satan or something. It's insane. Um I think the Lakers, you know, even even with uh, LeBron's age and, and load management, will be over 51.5. Those are my over-unders for the NBA. Ooh. Panther? I like them. I like them. Uh, I don't even know if I even disagreed with many that you had there. But here's my take. Let's start with the Atlanta Hawks. 
you know, when John Collins came back last year, Atlanta was in every game. This, I mean, this is the team, you know, Trey Young and John Collins for a young one-two punch. I love these two guys. And 38 and – or I'm sorry, 33 and a half in the East seems so, so plausible. I damn near think they're a playoff team. I'm definitely over 33 and a half. Cleveland – I don't think they did anything since last year to get any better. You know, under 24 and a half, I think you could have set it at 20 and a half, and I probably still would have gone under. I hate the Caps. Uh, can't trust Kevin Love to stay healthy. And really after him, they don't really have any viable talent that really like. The one that this is, a, and you guys might have a take on this one, Dallas at 40 and a half. If they were in the East, I think it would be a no-brainer. But in the West, it is just so deep, so good. And asking them to be a 500 team, uh, they really fell off the schneid. And maybe they were throwing games last year. I don't know. We don't even know how uh, Donkic and uh, Przingis are going to play together. And it looks like they're going to take the ball out of Luka Doncic's hands uh, and, and make him a small forward. So I'd really be interesting to see how I don't like that move. So I'm under 40 and a half on Dallas. Denver – over 52 and a half. This one to me just seems like a, a no brainer. I get it that the West is really, really deep, but this team is as, as deep as anybody in the NBA. They are built to sustain injuries. And I think they, if, and they do, they do have injuries. Will Barton gets hurt. Gary Harris gets hurt. Jokic, you know, takes a game off here and there. I think the wild card that I'm really excited to see is to see how Michael Porter plays. Uh, I think he's going to work his way into a six-man role. He's looked good in the preseason. I'm really excited to watch him play. And as you guys all know, I come out to Denver every week, so I'm looking forward to going to a game and see these guys play. Memphis, they've got them at 27 and a half. I am big, big fan of Jay Moran. I, I want to see how this kid plays. He looks They're, nasty. Oh, my God. Doesn't... He looks so – I mean, going into this, I thought he was the best player coming into the draft. I know all the hoopla around Zion, but, my God, he looks awesome right now. And they are making no qualms about it. He's getting the ball in his hands. He's going to be probably one of the league leaders in assists. Um, I mean, there he's got however many he, minutes he wants to play. I think – you know, Memphis can get over 27 and a half. Miami, 43 and a half. Even in the East, this seems really high to me. They've got Jimmy Butler. I, I know they're trying to trade um, Drogic. It, I don't, I don't even, I don't like them. Bam out of Bayou is solid. I, and, and now that he's going to get basically as many minutes as he wants with Whiteside out of there, um, I think that's probably a plus for him. But outside of, of Adebayo and Butler, I don't like this team. I, I don't think there's a lot of depth. They've kind of messing with Justice Winslow, and, and they find him for saying – I don't even get that. They find a guy for saying he wants to be the starting point guard. I, I don't – I'm really confused about this team. So I've got them under 43-and-a-half. And then in complete agreement with Max here, the Washington Bullets, 28 and a half. I don't know if they'll get to 20. This team, Bradley Beal, he should probably be seeking a trade and get the fuck out of there. This team is going to be bad. Uh, I, will, I wouldn't be surprised if the lines going into their games, you know, reach the 15s and 20s in some aspects. I don't like Washington at all. I'm definitely under 28 and a half. And that's what I got. You want to jump on the Suns? Because that's my first play, too. I am taking the Suns over 28 and a half for sure. 
KOD. I, you know, I didn't write them down because I knew uh, you'd mention them um, when we were talking in Discord yeah. that, that you were going to cover them. So I didn't bring them up. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're going to – DeAndre Ayton is going to be a monster this year. So, yeah, give me the Suns on the over. All right. So, yeah, that's probably that's a good kiss of death there. You know what? This is controversial here. I'm taking OKC over 31. I like that an awful lot. I think they can do it. I think they can do it. I know it's – I know that I'm going to hear reasons why they can't, but I really think they can do it this year. <laughs> uh, man, that's a tough one, man. I mean, I think uh, they can do it. Thirty-one and a half, mostly because a you know Paul Chris Paul can't stay healthy, and more more than likely they probably would still explore a Chris Paul trade at some point to get some assets, which is going to drop them down. And they play so many fucking tough games in the West that that's I know you just said it. I'm going to say all these things. Why no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm with that. No, <laughs> I, they need either. Well, they're, they're trying this three guard lineup. It's just not going to work. They need to either move Chris Paul or move Schroeder. And I think, you know, they could probably build around Schroeder and Alexander. So Paul, if they could get something for him, I'd, I'd try and move Chris Paul. Okay, okay. I'm mean, taking the Knicks under twenty six and a half. I kind of like that one too. Yeah. I kind of like that one too. I, you know, I, I like their coach, right? I like Fizdale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sad to see Mar- uh, Morris leave the Celtics, jo- join the Knicks. Um, he's, he's like this throwback to Charles Oakley. He got ejected in a pre- preseason game. I mean, <laughs> you know, so they might have this uh, bravado about them that they've been missing. Uh, so maybe in the East, again, they can squeeze out some wins if they want to. I think now that they're out of the Zion sweepstakes, free agents ain't coming there. Kevin Durant basically said it, right? They need to build through the draft. So I, I am still concerned that they might, you know, throw in the towel here and there. So you might be right there. But uh, I, I, I kind of like somewhat, some of the personality I'm seeing out of the, the Knicks as opposed to some of the assholes they've had there in recent years. No. I'm also – I liking this Grizzlies over 27 and a half. I'm jumping in on that. I like that an awful lot. I'm gonna have to go against Max here. This is this is it. This is controversial. I'm gonna take under 51 and a half for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, I knew someone would try to tra- challenge me there. Yeah, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I just yeah, this is not gonna happen. I I, I agree. I like what they've done, but it's gonna center around LeBron and Davis, and LeBron. I think they're he's gonna take a few games off. But the West is just so good, and a lot of teams are honestly deeper than the Lakers. I know they added some mediocre talent, but 51 seems pretty aggressive. I- I'm with Arch on that one. It's and this is so much baggage too right now. I mean, this we're already LeBron has already brought some self-inflicted baggage to the sure to the team. I get that. Yep. And listen, I mean, there's a lot of ifs there, right? Dwight yeah. Howard has looked great in the preseason. How long can he do that for? Rajon Rondo, they, they lose to Marcus Cousins. Uh, I mean, they have a lot of talent on that team, but they also have a lot of fucking baggage on that team other than LeBron. So I could absolutely see that being almost a train wreck, right? But so far, <laughs> Davis and LeBron, they like each other. They're playing together. They're working well together. Jason Kidd, uh, you know, I don't even consider fucking Vogel the coach of that team. But anyway, you know, Jason Kidd has them meshing really well. Uh, I think he, he that was a smart choice of bringing him in. I know they had issues with him as a head coach 
option, but they're kind of grooming him for that to be the next Lakers head coach. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Them. There's a lot of shit going on there, though. Yeah. <laughs> when they don't win this year, they'll blame it on Vogel and then promote Jason Kidd. Here's what Pretty I do much, think, yeah. though, with our team. I, they're they're going to pass a lot. This is Jason Kidd makes sense because LeBron is, is – is, big of a douchebag as we all think he is he will pass the ball davis will pass the ball rondo great at passing the ball there could be a lot of ball movement they could really push the pace with this team and jason kidd is the perfect guy um you know for you know watching the floor and and spacing and movement so there is a chance they could go over but it's that whole thing with lebron like if they start a three or four game streak where they lose some games like he can take an entire team in the tank with him um from some of the shit that he says so it'd be interesting to watch it's gonna be a, a it's either gonna be a good circus or a bad circus <laughs> <laughs> all right last one last one i got i i like brooklyn over as well i'm gonna yeah, jump on that over 40, so. 40 mm-hmm. and a half i like mm-hmm. that one an awful lot Kyrie's gonna have a chip on his shoulder and then that that, that specter of kevin durant being around and and the and listen they were a great fucking team last year uh and and didn't lose a ton, you know, and, and you, you swapped in Kyrie. If Kyrie can stay focused, he's, he's a damn good basketball player. Uh, just don't have him call into talk show hosts. <laughs> Love that shit. <laughs> yeah, right. I, like, I like that one too. This team, even without Durant, could could nab the three seed without Durant. So, you know, next year when – Maybe a push like for the three seed, but, I mean, I, I hear you. Right. I mean, uh, the, the, I mean after, after Milwaukee and Philadelphia, who are we scared of? I, I, I would probably scared of. I still think that I still I still put the Celtics over Brooklyn right now. I, I, I still put I, I call me a homer, but I still put the Celtics over Brooklyn. They uh, Kyrie really fucked with that team last year. And you got to remember when Kyrie wasn't there, they made a deep playoff run with those young guys. Kyrie really fucked with the chemistry of that team. And what I've seen from Kemba Walker this year is he's meshing well, and he's playing well with Tatum and Brown. So I do, from a chemistry standpoint, uh, I think they're going to hit the ground running a bit faster than Kyrie and, and Brooklyn will. So that'll probably get them some earlier wins. And I, I, I don't I don't not think that they could do it, but I, I do think I'd probably put the Celtics above Brooklyn right now. Uh, I, I mean, that's fair. I, and I, to your point, Boston – it was probably addition by subtraction, right? You get rid of Kyrie, they were probably marginally better anyway. But then you bring in Kemba, who got, who didn't get to play with any talent mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. in Charlotte at all. So uh, I think he's going to be a much better team player. I'm just looking at the rosters from a pure depth standpoint. I, I like even Brooklyn's bench. I just like better with Dimwitty and Joe Harris, and um, you know the end. You got Buck Allen and DeAndre Jordan at the bigs. I mean, those those are two really good bigs. Boston can't even commit to Enos Cantor. What the hell's going yeah, on with that? No, and the biggest the biggest loss of the Celtics, I really do think, is Horford. And, and I, I do kind of agree that it's like, you know, uh, the whole brand tricky thing, right? Get rid of a player sooner rather than, you know, later. So the Celtics did not want to commit to, to you know, a couple years with Horford. Um, but it's going to be a big loss. You know. All right. So that's it. That's our official NBA picks. I was leaning Boston under, but we won't touch Me that. Me too. I was leaning Boston yeah, under, too, guys. Listen, I was leaning Boston <laughs> under. I, 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 yes, I agree. I definitely lean there. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like 45, 46 wins. That's probably their, that's probably their window right Yeah, there. I think and so. And they have them at 48 and a half, so. All right, let's recap this and let's go home. First up, baseball. Max and I are taking the Astros, plus 120. Panthers on the Yankees, minus 131. 
All right. And Thursday night football. We all three in one level or another are taking Denver plus the points. Max and I are leaning it. Panthers betting it. Denver plus the points. That's the play. And that is it. That is it. Hey, head over to Discord. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, everyone's picks. If you're on Twitter, find us at Betting Absolute or on Facebook at Sports Betting Degeneracy or Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. That is the name of the show, the very show. You can listen to such fine stations as Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Libsyn. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, subscribe, comments, download, and listen to every single episode. It is Thursday, Panther. Take us home. Oh my God, I'm so excited. We 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 did this in about 30 minutes or so, and I'm telling you, I could talk NBA basketball for another 30 minutes. I am so hyped. Kids, do you realize it's basketball season next Tuesday, opening night. If you're listening to the show and you're on Discord, get on there. Tell us what you think. You like some of these over-unders? You got some that uh, you're going to bet on? Let us know what you think about our picks, what your picks are. Chime in on baseball football tonight Chiefs Broncos there's some college football action tonight as well so much going on you know the deal get on discord talk to us let us know and when it's all said and done kids make some money fools information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.